This is Trends and Issues in Instructional Design, Educational Technology, and Learning Science, hosted by Abby Brown and Tim Green. Hi, this is Tim, and I'm here with Abby. Hi, this is Abby, and I'm here with Tim. Welcome to episode 223 of our podcast, where we review the trends and issues in instructional design, educational technology, and learning sciences that we observed as we flip resources into our Flipboard magazine over the past two weeks. In this episode, we have four trends that we will share, along with a recommended reading that goes with each of the four trends. We end the episode by peering into the crystal ball and making predictions about the trends we believe we will see in the upcoming two weeks. Abby, start us off by talking about our four trends and sharing our recommended readings. Thank you, Tim. Yes, this episode, we're back to uh, what we consider to be sort of more a normal situation. We, ha- we flipped a number of articles. We saw four trends that rose to the top. Um, number one, digital security and citizenship. This is, comes as no surprise to either you or I, Tim, that, that this would pop up because it very often pops up for us as a, a trending issue. But we've also predicted that this is going to be an increasing concern for the foreseeable future. We saw a variety of articles um, mentioning both security and citizenship. Uh, images in email may allow companies to gain information. This is an old one, but a kind of a good one. You know, when when you receive an image in an email, uh, even one pixel can be sort of designated as a, a piece of data that goes back to the sender. So there's a lot that can be gained from uh, this on the sender's end about uh, when you open the email and, and whether you open the email. Uh, Meta is increasing its efforts to protect young people from predatory adults. Now, remember, Meta owns uh, Facebook. It becomes a bit confusing because Meta sounds like the metaverse. It's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about uh, Meta's products, Facebook, Instagram, things like that. They're increasing their efforts to make sure that young people are not victimized while using their, their products. There's a controversy surrounding the U.S. Online Safety Act proposal. Members of uh, on either side of um, the political lines are concerned about the Safety Act itself um, and what it does and does not do. There were also concerns in academia over something called the newly formed Copyright Claims Board. Um, and the concern here is the use of copyrighted materials uh, in uh in fair use uh, settings, situations that would typically be allowable, but under the new uh, format and guidelines would become less uh, uh, of an option for people, legally anyway. There's also a new study reporting that smartphone addiction may reduce capacity for creativity. It was actually a neuroscience study that was conducted that indicates that um, People who have a smartphone addiction and are constantly looking at their smartphones, it may actually cognitively reduce their ability to be creative. There's also uh, a new app to be aware of, GAS, which apparently has been around for a while with different names. And the term gassing up is, uh, as I understand it, is a term for uh, providing compliments to somebody to, to kind of bolster them. So the idea is that this is a, a, a social media app that 
bolsters people by by offering opportunities to complement each other and it's popular with the high school crowd yeah. right and I, and I actually think it's designed for that target audience right okay yeah, for high school so yeah so that's a citizenship for adolescents and and high school age people um, our recommended read in this topic is how school social media accounts put student privacy at risk by Eric Offgang for technology and learning. And as always, I apologize if I'm mispronouncing anyone's name, any author's names in particular. Uh, but this was, I'm going to quote from sort of the, the first line of the article, new student privacy research shows that school social media accounts have posted millions of photos of students and other identifiable information, which might be dangerous. It's a good article and well worth reading um, because it does sort of point out I don't think anybody's being deliberately malicious in, in creating a dangerous situation, but that a lot of parents may not realize what they're signing up for when they sign things like media releases. So that is digital security and citizenship as a trending topic. Our second trending topic, instructional design and teaching, one that's near and dear to our hearts, Tim, if I may include both we, of us together on this. We love seeing this one. We do. We do. The... Um, uh, we saw rethinking grading practices, uh, the idea that sorting, ranking, and labeling students may not be enough or may be too much a focus uh, in instruction. We saw uh, personalized learning reconsidered. We saw post-pandemic teaching recommendations. Now, we're going to talk about post-pandemic teaching also in another uh, minute or two, but right here in this topic, this refers to teaching in face-to-face -face class situations. We saw using deep fake technology as a teaching tool. Uh, the uh, approach here is called deep nostalgia, which is where one creates sort of a more realistic historic figure using deep fake tools. Um, it's, it's a really good read. Uh, interpersonal skills training, virtual reality experiences that help pre-service practitioners uh, in experiencing uh, things that they might not be able to otherwise. Um, and our recommended read in this area is press play isn't a teaching strategy. Why educators need new methods for video by Reed Dixon for EdSurge. This is a really good article. Again, we pick it because we think it's the best of the, of, of many good articles, but this is a really good article on making good choices with video. Uh, because it is, it can be, for many of us who teach, it can be a go-to of saying, okay, well, we'll just show, share this video. But this is uh, a, a thought piece that, that uh, for us, I think, you know, resonated. That's saying we, we want to think more about how we're deliberately using video. Topic number three, educational software and games reviewed. We saw a review of educational board games. We saw reviews of educational software, including Goose Chase, Quandary, and Book Creator. And we saw an article about students turning to TikTok for homework help. Our recommended read in this area is The Nine Best AR Apps for Education by Hashir Ibrahim for Make Use Of. Now, AR refers to augmented reality, and this is a good review of nine apps that are AR oriented and can be used for education. Now it includes a very wide 
range, including reviewing Pokemon, which is a very uh, elaborate AR app, um, but some others as well that are that that are interesting. And I, Tim, you and I were talking about it a little bit before. Some of these apps I was unfamiliar with, and I enjoyed reading about them and and uh, kind of bookmarked it to think, oh, I've got to I've got to look these up and ex explore them more. Um, number four, remote teaching and learning. Specifically, remote teaching and learning with emphasis on lessons learned over the past few years. Uh, these past few years, of course, refers to being in a pandemic and post-pandemic environment. So we saw strategies for boosting online class retention. We saw a really interesting article about globalizing education in, and now we quote, in the age of the metaverse. We saw another interesting article about the future of education in the digital age. Our recommended read in this area is how lessons from online learning during the pandemic can improve education moving forward by Muzamal Ahmad Khan for World Economic Forum in collaboration with The Conversation. Now, this article actually we flipped uh, without quite realizing it. We flipped it multiple times because it showed up in a variety of uh, media platforms under a variety of, of um, headline names. But this one, the one that we just mentioned, How Lessons from Online Learning uh, Works, it seems to be one of the better articulations of it. The, uh, the bottom line is that interactivity, inclusivity, and support for international students, at least support for those students who are in brick and mortar settings away from their home country, are particularly important based on a survey conducted of students in the UK. Um, but Tim, those are our four topics and our four recommended readings for this episode. Thank you, Abby. Now we turn our attention to peering into the crystal ball. As we normally do, we talk before we come on to uh, record our podcast session. And um, if you listen to us or any length of time, you can probably guess some of the ones that we'll say, some of the standbys, digital security and citizenship, we often hear instructional design and teaching and software hardware. But being this time of year, there's a few that we normally see. And it's probably not going to come as a shock. End of year predictions, right? Right, right. We're going to see end of year. We're going to see a kind of a, a review of the entire year and what we saw. And then we're going to see predictions for the new year. Yeah. So uh, this that is that time pretty, of year. It. it it doesn't take a really good crystal ball to, to, yeah. to make this prediction. Yeah, it's pretty clear that the crystal ball is pretty clear about those predictions. So we're not going out on a limb with those. But end of, end of year reviews and predictions for the new years for sure. That's what we believe we're going to see. Yes. Yes, indeed. Well, that brings us to the conclusion of episode 223 of our podcast. We would like to... Uh, send out an appreciation to our Flipboard Magazine followers and our viewers, and we especially appreciate our podcast subscribers. You can listen to past episodes of our podcast and find the links to the recommended readings that we discussed in this episode by visiting our website at trendsandissues.com. Our next episode will air on December 23rd. This podcast is produced by Professor Abby Brown at East Carolina University and Professor Tim Green at California State University, Fullerton. Copyright Abby Brown and Tim Green.